here we are again. This is Pastor Dan. Wish we could be sitting together, eating, and just hanging together, but uh, this is all we can do right now. So I'm hoping this fits into your life, into a little rhythm and pattern. You have eight, nine minutes to spend with God. And uh, moreover, some some fairly complicated truth here in this in this message, in this topic. How do we look at the Ten Commandments? With one phrase, it says, this letter kills. And we all have experienced that, where nitpicky legalism and judgmentalism and pressure from people and people watching, trying to catch you in something, all of that is, is killing. And trying to get to heaven by the law is killing because you can't do it. You make it close, but you're not going to get all the way there. No one has. You just can't do it except Jesus. But having said all that, there are still hundreds of us that hiked up that mountain to go see the Ten Commandments spot in the sunrise. Most people believe in the Ten Commandments, even if they don't keep them. So it's interesting. It says in Second Corinthians 3, verse 7, the Israelites could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory. Now you know where we're going with glory. Exodus 34:29. when Moses came down, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. Wow. All right, so we know that God is glory. So Moses, if he's in the presence of God, is going to come down with reflected glory. That's what we believe. God is glory, and we are to live that glory. Shekinah glory filled the temple of God. Everyone could see and feel the Shekinah glory. Fire at night and a cloud at day. So you can say, that's not the law, Pastor Dan, that's God. But you cannot separate those two. The law was a transcript of his character. Being with God was glory. Getting the Ten Commandments was glory. The Ten Commandments reflect him. He wrote them. They are a part of his character, his heart and soul. This is what he stands for. This is who he is at the core of his personality and character. So if they are a transcript of his character, then anybody who gets anywhere close to keeping them is going to start to be like God. And if being with God gave Moses glory, then the law gave him glory. Then the law kept by the power of Jesus in our lives, will bring glory into you and me. Seen in the best way, the Ten Commandments are incredible. They're better than all the other laws the other countries had. We went to the top of Masada, 960 Jews decided they would rather commit suicide than be slaves to Rome, willing to die for their beliefs, for being a Jew, for the law. They're willing to die for the law. I had a member convert to Judaism one time back in Chicago, wanted me to come to his synagogue. The day he got to carry the law around, the Torah scrolls, he was so proud. They hugged them, they kissed them, they danced with them. The law. In Qumran, we went to Qumran and saw the cave where the Dead Sea Scrolls were found. People spent their whole lives copying the Bible, the Torah, or the law, because it's glory. Well, over the years, there have been some metaphors that different people or I have, have used in order to try to explain the giftedness of the law. We went to the Jordan River. Someone had asked me to baptize them, but the travel agent said, absolutely not. So two of my fellow pastors, <laughs> famous, well-known pastors, jumped into the river. The Jordan River. I don't think I'd call that baptism, but that's what they were going to do. You should have heard the travel agent when he saw them in the water. He said, get out right now. It turns out that Jordan is still mined. It's the border between Jordan and Israel, and somehow 300,000 mines at that time were still out there, and they were down in the river. So they were at that time, we're hoping to get rid of them in a couple years. The Ten Commandments are warning to tell you where the landmines are. When I went to Cambodia, my first question, where are the landmines? I don't want to step on a landmine here. Ten Commandments tell you where you'll be in trouble. Another one I heard one time, I heard it from a Baptist preacher who quoted it from 
uh, a psychiatrist, psychiatrist uh, or psychologist who wrote an article about the Ten Commandments and tried to distinguish between what they called stop sign law and fire law. So, boy, I've used this hundreds of times. Stop signs, you can have a stop sign there, and if you roll through it, you'll get a ticket. And I went by one of the places where my last ticket was here this weekend, and I fulfilled it. This is where I got that last ticket. It's horrifying. It's almost midnight, late at night, no one around, and I just didn't see a stop sign. Wasn't trying to be difficult or break the law or anything, but just missed it. And I had to pay a fine. That's too bad. But the government could uh, decide to take that out the next day, and you could roll through the same intersection where the day before you got a ticket, today you're with impunity. But she said, Dorothy Sayer, the first person who tries to do away with the law of fire and puts his hand into the campfire will find out that the law of fire is still very much alive, no matter what government or anybody tells you that the law doesn't matter anymore. And there are plenty of stop sign laws, and sometimes the church has made way too much out of stop sign law, and we could not distinguish between those laws which really uh, are arbitrary and, and have no intrinsic consequence. They're just someone trying to be in charge. And fire law, which is just the way it is. You can fight against it, you can rail against it, and you can vote people out or whatever you want, but it's still there. Ten Commandments are fire law. This Baptist preacher, Haddon Robinson, just said the Ten Commandments are fire law. I about fell out of the car when I heard that. Wow. If you go against the law, you will suffer. If you commit adultery, I have pastored a long time, and I have pastored lots of cases where someone committed adultery. And it seemed innocent, and it seemed like they were connecting with their true love, and they created hell everywhere. And there was, people got burned on all sides. I had a couple come to see me, and uh, she was on fire, boy. She was, <laughs> they were getting ready to get married, and I was to do the wedding. And she had caught him in a little lie. And uh, he had had, I think, lunch with an old girlfriend or something, and then lied about it. And she said, I can't trust him. One lie. I said to him, fix this, because that's the way it is. If you tell one lie, she never knows that when the next lie is, even if you wait a year or two or five, you tell the next one. She doubts everything because of the one lie. It may not be fair, but that's the way it is. Ten commandments are fire law. And uh, you can go down every single one of them. It's just the way it is. The last one is light. I'll try to tell this quickly. We were... Uh, in Petra on a Sabbath, and we were there again this year by the terrible flooding. We didn't get to see all of it. On one side, you can go up a thousand steps to see a temple and then come down that step and go another place and go up another thousand steps to see what they call the high places. Well, we had taken so many pictures. By the time we got to the top of the second place, it was dark. We couldn't see a thing. I tried to get out my flashlight. I clicked on it. It didn't work. Battery out. Okay, I put new batteries in. Still didn't work. I said, boy, we're in trouble here. There was no moon. There was nothing. You couldn't see hardly anything. Well, we somehow slowly worked back to where the, the cliff was, and we had a thousand steps to go down. No railings, no nothing, and no light. And I decided I was going to go down on my hands and knees backwards if I have to and feel where the next step was. I was not going to die in Petra tonight. And all of a sudden I thought I could use my camera and click the flash. And so I clicked the flash. We would see where three or four steps were. Go there. And just kept clicking. And after 40, 50 feet, we caught up to our group that had cell phones. And we all held hands and we did not die in Petra. I kissed the ground. I was so thankful. The Ten Commandments are the light. God says, you know, thy word is a light unto my path. And that, that law is what he's talking about. Thy word is his law. It lights us up and it tells us where to go and how to get home. And what life like and what it means to be human. So we're a little long today. I got to go. 
God bless you. This is glory. I hope you'll catch it as we come into the last couple days on what it means for the Ten Commandments to bring glory into your life as they bring the character of God and bless you and show you how to live life at its best. Have a great day.